Salam and welcome to Being Muslim Feeling Stuck, where we embrace faith as our anchor and source of healing. Join me in exploring the depths of faith, finding guidance and cure in the words of Allah and the teachings of His beloved Messenger, peace be upon Him. If you're seeking solace in your faith like me, this podcast is tailor-made for you. Together, let's unlock our potential and find renewed strength in our beautiful religion. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim and salam to to you and thank you for being here uh, on the Being Muslim Feeling Stuck podcast. And today I want to talk about simplifying our prayers. But before that, um, you know, I just want to remind you of the importance of talking about the challenges that we face as young Muslims in today's world and how it is important to discuss our mental health uh, as it relates to our faith as well and how my faith has been uh, the foundation uh, for the betterment of my mental health. It, it it helped me so much when I was in the thick of it. And it was probably why um, I decided to change the concept of this podcast to so that it is more Muslim-centric, so it is more uh, faith-based. I don't think that I would be here uh, without my faith. And I just get so excited uh, to talk about mental health as it relates to our faith. So, today. Today we will be talking about simplifying our solat, right? Malays call it solat. Um, in your country, it might be called salah. Uh, it's basically our obligatory prayers. Okay? And by simplifying, I mean in the context of stress and mental health uh, matters. So if you are having a stressful day, for example, how simplifying your prayers could add to your practice, your daily practice, your your routine when it comes to praying or your prayer. So our daily prayers or solat or salah, depending on where you are, they are very, very integral to our practice as Muslims. Right? It is something that is a part of our faith. Right? If you believe in God, we pray. 
that is the what has been made obligate <clears throat> obli- obligatory uh, upon us as muslims and of course right i am not here to preach about how 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 you have to pray and things like that no okay um i know how i know the challenges uh i know what the challenges are when it comes to our daily prayers but i would like to offer you an option when you are stressed from life and when you are when you, when you when you're just so overwhelmed by you know all your duties and all your tasks and all your responsibilities and all the roles and hats that you wear simplifying your prayers actually relieves you it actually enables you to take care of your spiritual relationship with Allah and your 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 relationship with Allah and your spiritual health and your psychological health as well now our subuh zuhur uh asar maghrib and isha they are integral to our our practice as as muslims they help us connect to allah they help us um have a, a more mindful life they help us slow down right because we have to do it throughout the day and we have to leave whatever it is that we do or that we are doing to perform our prayer our daily prayer so how i see it is an opportunity to slow down so you know that is that is the psychological aspect of 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 the benefits of prayer prayer has been made obligatory uh, to us and for us so that is not something i'm going to contend with here in this podcast but i know as a young muslim that it can be hard it can be hard very very hard to keep a consistent prayer routine it can be hard very hard to not miss a single prayer right we have our you know if you're studying maybe you're still studying uh, in your classes you know in between prayer times um maybe you have a night job right and it's right at maghrib or maybe you have a wedding this this happens to me a lot like this part, this this wedding example i'm going to say i'm going to tell i'm going to tell you about there are weddings that ha- that start at 8 and maghrib in in malaysia is at 7:30 ish so imagine the second uh maghrib starts i pray i would pray and then i would rush to my car and make you know at the same time i have to make sure i have my makeup on and all that sort of stuff and then rush to my car and then rush to the place and and, and all this, and all that stuff so uh and i and i've seen 
uh, I know my some of my a few of my family members they struggle with the same thing. Some even miss their prayer, saying, "Oh, I'll just do it later," um, which is not accurate, which is not right, by the way. <laughs> um, you can't miss a prayer just because you're going to a wedding. But anyways, um, yeah. So social obligations, right? Social pressures, pressures, and so. I'm well aware of these things. I've seen it happen. I see it happen uh, quite often in my own life. And uh, I understand that we might feel guilty or ashamed or we might feel kind of like stressed. You know, we're, we're even more stressed because we have not been praying as often as we'd like. Because we have been missing our prayers. So that adds to our already stressful life. Now. That state of beating ourselves up for missing our prayers. On top of all the obligations that we have to meet. I can imagine how that might impact our mental health, our well-being, it would impact our well-being, right? So, first of all, I want you to acknowledge that it is overwhelming to juggle all these roles and all these responsibilities. It is overwhelming, okay? I want you to admit that to yourself, that yes, it is overwhelming. And it's okay that I feel overwhelmed. It's okay that I don't feel like I have everything perfectly under control. Or rather, I don't have, I'm not doing everything perfectly. It's okay. It's also okay to be upset that you're not doing everything perfectly. It's okay. If that is your situation, if that is your experience, it's okay. Okay, life can be demanding, right? And so, this is why I wanted to come here and talk about simplifying our prayers. Now, what is a simplification of our prayers? Now, I don't mean you got to miss this and like, you know, take stuff out of your prayer. No, but look, there are acts or elements to our prayer that are wajib, right? In Malaysia, we call it wajib. In Malay, we call it wajib. We can even call it obligatory. The 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 obligatory elements to our prayer I hope you know this um, for example the intention our niyat and then our takbir Allahu Akbar at the beginning to open the prayer al-fatiha okay our tashahud okay and then it's our ruku sujud and then it's sitting in between two sujuds Those are 
the essential elements to prayer. Those are those are elements to our prayer that if we did not perform them, our prayer would be invalid. It, it would be null, nullified. So that is what I mean by essential. Your prayer doesn't mean... You, you, you have not prayed if you miss any of those. Okay? Now... We pray because one, it's been made obligatory, and two, to have a connection with Allah, right? And that can be maintained even with a simplification of our prayer, okay? For example, you are, you know, like me, rushing for a wedding. You have a wedding you have to get to. Okay, your whole family is going. And so now you are carpooling with your family. And so if you're late, everyone is late. So now that's an added social pressure. So now you're ready on your prayer mat. And Maghrib comes in. Maghrib starts. You hear the azan. Now you have to pray. Simplifying your prayer in this kind of situation, one, it helps you pray the prayer in the first place, and two, it is not wrong to do. And by simplifying it, I mean you don't read, like you do what the, the essential elements, what yang wajib sahaja. Now, you know buat yang wajib sahaja which means do what is essential do what has what is obligatory that line was actually said to me by my grandfather he said that to me on a on a on a on a call one day many years ago many years ago um i would say 2015 or 2016 early 2016, I was just, uh, you know, I was going through a change and I I was at, at work at the office and I called him. Uh, I was in the surau where, where we pray and I called him and I was like, uh, you know, do I have to read this after this? I, I was asking him a question pertaining to the prayer, the daily prayer. And all he said to me in reply was, Buat yang wajib dulu. Do what is obligatory. And my grandfather was a very religious man. He was an imam in his community. He was a muadzin at his local mosque. He was a religious man, a pious man. So, when he said that to me, I felt so much relief because, one, I was going through a change. I'm relearning the things that I learned when I was young um, pertaining to my religion, my faith. And I was going through a mental health uh, situation. I was going through, I had some psychological um, 
I was in psychological distress. And so simplifying my prayer, focusing on what is necessary, focusing on the things that would not nullify my prayer was the best course of action for me. And although today I lengthen my prayer, that was a great, perfect starting point. And today, if I ever need to shorten, or not not shorten, well, simplify my prayer, I would go back to that practice. I would say my intention. I would say Allahu Akbar. I would read my Al-Fatiha. I will go to Ruku. I will sujud. Dudu antara dua sujud. Right? When you sit between two sujuds. And then you do that again and then you do your tashahud. Da'at-tahiyyatu mubarakatu salawatu. That one. Right? At the end of your prayer. And inshallah, inshallah, your prayer will be accepted. Right? And in doing this, I have kept to my routine, my prayer routine. And that has made me feel very good about myself. When I don't miss my prayer, when I still get to pray, when I keep to my routine, even when I am overwhelmed by life, by work, by relationships, when I can keep to my praying routine, I feel so good. I feel so much better. Like, for example, I often feel very burdened (laughs) um, by work. And by work, I don't mean what I'm doing here. I have a 9 to 5. And I feel very overwhelmed easily. Uh, I get overwhelmed easily. And so every morning, like clockwork, like it's, you know, it's like normal now, I would feel very stressed. But when I think, when I remember that I prayed my subo, I feel so good, like nothing can touch me. That is genuinely how I feel. When I re- when I realize or remember, I did not miss my prayer. Okay? So... It's been an incredible um, learning curve, right? Like, I, you know, when I when I simplify my prayer, I start, I would add, I slowly add it to my prayer, actually. So, I would, um, like, during Ramadan, right? I, would, I wanted to really, Ramadan of this year, actually, I wanted to really, like, just never miss a single prayer like I was very gung-ho about it and um, that was just a personal goal I had and I started off with simplifying my prayer every prayer I simplified I made sure I had my al-fatiha in there and my tashahud and you know of course my ruku and sujud and Allah akbar and all that and my niya of course but I did that and I didn't miss a single prayer not a single prayer. And this is how many months now? So now it's August. Um, Ramadan was a few months ago, three, four months ago. And I've not missed... I can count on, I guess, one hand. At the most, two 
the amount of prayers I've missed since then. So it started off with simple prayers, right? Only the, only the essential acts. And then I would add on, add on, add on. You know, I start adding the 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 sunnah um uh quran uh, uh surahs you know i would add slowly see what i can do see what i can do you know i would feel things out right See what my body is capable of, what my mind is capable of. And inshallah, inshallah, right, when we do this, we will learn, we will train our bodies to never miss prayer, right? To train our bodies to never miss prayer. And to tr- and when we do that and we don't miss our prayers, we feel so much better, you feel so good, untouchable, invincible, with a C. I truly believe that a simple prayer does not make your prayer any less valid or meaningful. As a matter of fact, Allah... Um, sorry, I think... Uh, a hadith said that uh, charity in small amounts, uh, consistently, consistent charity, even if it's just you know pennies, it's 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 better than uh, charity that is a large sum but is just done once. So, I believe that Allah appreciates. Uh, consistency he appreciates when we show up consistently he doesn't care if we're perfect or not he doesn't he just wants us to show up and by doing that we will perfect our prayer right read up on how Rasulullah used to pray Right? Find that perfection. Seek perfection. But do not, do not make it so burdensome that you abandon. It's not meant to be burdensome. Right? But your heart, your niyat, to make it a perfect ritual. Because you're Muslim, because you love God, that is just as important. You know, we're not saying do, do a wishy-washy uh, prayer, do a, you know, mindless prayer, right? Rush through it. No, simplification does not mean you're just rushing through the prayer. Okay. Always, always read the hadith. You know all the hadiths. These are all available. There are so many apps 
that list all the books and all the lovely, lovely uh, sunnahs of, of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And, you know, seek guidance um, from, you know, religious authorities if, if you like. You know, you can just, you can just search this up, whatever I'm saying right now. I mean, there's a, there's actually a poster, a digital poster by the Malaysian government called Rukun Solat. Um, which means what's oblig- obligatory in, in, in prayer. And whatever I just mentioned was what they wrote in there. Uh, I will put a link um, in the description box just for you to check. And uh, yeah. Um, so I really hope that this uh, podcast... Uh, episode has helped you in 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 terms of um, you know has given you an idea or gi- has given you some idea or a few ideas on how to maintain your spiritual well-being as well as your mental well-being and how how do you balance the two okay and let me know uh, email me if you like or find me on Twitter or something. All the links are down below. Let me know how you get on and let me know if you have any questions and let me know if if you just want to, you know, talk about your experience when it comes to, to prayer and, and your mental health. Okay, thank you so much for listening and I feel so grateful and happy that I get to share uh, I get to talk about Islam and being a Muslim and and you know Muslims' mental health. I get so excited to talk about uh, Muslims' mental health and um, yeah, I will drop that link to the Malaysian government's uh, digital poster, like I said, and I hope you have a wonderful wonderful evening and salam thank you for listening to the podcast i really hope you found it useful i would love to hear any comments and feedback that you have on it All the important links are in the description box, so please make sure to check those out as well. Have a nice day.